amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Let's get to the heart of the matter with holistic physician, Dr. Darren Weissman. Infinite love and gratitude in this moment is my attitude. Giving thanks for all I'm coming through. Freeing my faith and fortitude. Infinite love and gratitude Move me with great magnitude Yeah, present peace is what I choose Infinite love and gratitude Infinite love and gratitude, it is a great day to be alive. I'm Dr. Darren. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Heart of the Matter show. So we've got a great show for you today. And our topic is optimism, the science and spirit behind a smile. Go ahead, put one on your face. You'll get extra credit right now. Because do you have a rosy outlook and see the glass as half full rather than half empty? Because if so, your good attitude is having way more benefits than what you think. And science is proving it. And it's really cool. There's a growing number of scientific studies suggesting that optimistic people tend to live longer, have better physical and mental health than uh, the pessimistic counterparts. So on today's Heart of the Matter show, we're going to reveal the science and spirit behind that smile of yours and an optimistic attitude. So For those of you that are new to the heart of the matter, welcome. You have made a great decision to join me for today's show. This is a life-affirming, interactive show where our primary focus happens to be the topic today. We are optimists, and this is about bringing out our best and seeing that life is a system made of systems and everything's interconnected and things just don't happen, that there's meaning and purpose to life. And what I love to do is to take topics that we all can relate to and then dive on in to the heart of the matter of how our subconscious mind directly influences, directly affects our body's ability to heal, how the subconscious mind affects the way you think, how it affects our behavior, how it influences us in our relationships, whether we're in the flow or we're stressed to the max. But most of all, really, the heart of the matter is all about how the subconscious mind helps us to consciously awaken, how to live a life that you love to live each and every day. So each week here on The Heart of the Matter, I take a topic and I write about it in our newsletter, which is called The Lifeline Impact. And then I follow it up 
with a group healing where we go into the subconscious mind and we use the lifeline technique, which is something that I'll be using later with you for those of you that call on in. And we do something that's called the Road to Inner Peace Healing Circle. And the Road to Inner Peace Healing Circle is every Tuesday at 6 p.m. And the vision is world peace to inner peace because we're all interconnected and everyone's subconscious mind is linked. Whether you know it or not, everybody's subconscious mind is linked. So if you're not on the Lifeline Center's mailing list, make sure that you sign up for that so that you can really activate your mind and heart's natural potential for self-healing, using your subconscious mind as a tool rather than the reactive patterns of the mind that cause people to live a tormented life where it's just constantly doing and going from one moment to the next, fearing the fear, reacting to the reactions. Um, those of you that are interested in creating a shift for yourself today, um, the purpose of this show is to be interactive. So I want to um, introduce this topic about optimism, the science and spirit behind a smile, but then I'm going to take your calls. And the number to dial directly into the show is 516-531-9623, But first, I want to make a, a few quick announcements and then get into the heart of the matter of optimism and really getting into what it means to smile from the inside out. I'm going to be at a great conference November 6th to the 9th called Celebrate Your Life. Incredible. It's their 20th anniversary, so if you've never been to a Celebrate Your Life, everyone that you've read their books about that you've been inspired by is speaking at this conference. It is a doozy. It's incredible. So uh, I will be there with a group of certified Lifeline practitioners running Lifeline sessions with people, and also giving a great talk about the power of your emotions. And also, I want to remind you of, in 2016, the Lifeline Ignite World Tour, and uh, where we'll be going to teach in New Zealand and throughout Australia and Singapore. You can find out about the Celebrate Your Life. You can find out about the Lifeline Ignite World Tour and more at my website, and uh, the website is drdarrenweissman.com. So it's D-R and then D-A-R-R-E-N-W-E-I-S-S-M-A-N. There you can sign up for our newsletter, too, and be in tune with the Lifeline Impact newsletter, which is really inspiring, keeps you plugged on in, and, uh, and then it goes along with the healing circle that we do as well. Very cool. So, Without further ado, let, let's dive into the heart of the matter of optimism, the science and spirit behind a smile, because is there a science? Is there a spirit behind a smile, or do we just smile just because? I tell you, my doggy, Neil, he smiles, scratches belly, I give him kisses, and that little boy, he smiles. We all have this of muscles on our face that when you think about someone who makes you happy, you do something that's really good, that you're aligned with, this facial expression, this heart opening occurs. And it's so cool that scientists are now studying optimism and how our optimistic attitude is directly linked with health and longevity. And and researchers have found that optimism 
has this remarkable impact on your physical health. And so the studies that I researched for today's show examine overall longevity, survival from a disease, a diagnosis, your heart health, your immune system, cancer outcomes, pregnancy outcomes, pain tolerance, all these different health topics and how optimism impacts them. And I'll give you the cliff notes. The conclusion that I came across is that those who have a more optimistic outlook do better and have better results than those who are pessimistic. It's as simple or as difficult as that. You know, here's, here's a heart of the matter fact. You can't separate your health from your emotions. And there's numerous studies that support the idea that having a smile on your face, an upbeat, positive attitude, translates into living longer, being happier, and being healthier. And um, how cool is that? You know, there's a study that I read about from 2011. The researchers discovered a link between optimism and health uh, of your heart, you know, your heart health. And so check this out. Those people who report higher levels of satisfaction in their career, they love what they do. Those people that report a higher level of satisfaction with their sex life, they're loving their intimate connection. Ba-boom. Those people that have a higher satisfaction when it comes to their relationships with family have a overall reduce risk for heart disease. Imagine that. It's like, duh, right? Loving what you do, having a great sex life, building strong family relationships directly leads to a healthier and happier life. So what keeps what keeps people in jobs they hate? You know, why do people stay in relationships where sexual satisfaction and pleasure is outright boring, absent, haven't made love, in a month, a year, years, why do so many people fight with their family members? I think I had this woman who came in yesterday struggling with her weight. She's got massive arthritic pain, digestion, history of heart disease on medication for her heart. And the overall theme for this person, and she's suffering. She hates her son. Just imagine that, giving birth to a child and then hating your child. And uh, she had her first lifeline yesterday. It was amazing. Because after the lifeline session, she was able to see her son differently than the way she was seeing her son. She was able to see herself differently. And that hate became compassion. And let me ask you a question. Does your body heal easier? Or is it more difficult for your body to heal when you're in a compassionate state versus hating a family member? All right? So research is great. However, once you understand that, all right, I've got to love my job, it's important for me to have a great sex life, for me to feel pleasure, in my body and be in tune with my sexual energy. 
oh, yeah, it's important that I've got strong family bonds. Not only is this important, this is necessary to being physically healthy. This is like drink water, eat healthy, get rest, be optimistic. I call it owning your power, an essential act of self-love. Be optimistic. See the big picture. That's what this show is all about. You know, so remember, I'll take your calls after I finish getting to the heart of the matter of optimism, the science and spirit behind a smile. So those of you that, you know, you don't like your job, your sex life is other than pleasurable, that you've got family, that there's such stress, give me a call and I'll help you to create a shift with that. That'll be really cool. I read this um, research, this Harvard research from 2012, and it, it reviewed more than 200 studies on optimism and concluding evidence. People who are more optimistic, satisfied with life, have a reduced risk of heart disease and stroke. So do you know anyone who's got a family history of heart disease or stroke? You know, the proof is in the pudding. Science validates that it's okay for you to be optimistic and that the more you practice, practice being optimistic, the better it is for you. How about them apples? So I got a question. Broken heart. As you connect to, what is it in your life that's causing your heart to be broken? What happened to you that's causing your heart to be broken? And you'll notice that you immediately think about certain people in certain situations. And I have a question. Can people die from a broken heart? Can that feeling that you're having associated with what or who, where it is in your life that your heart broke, can people die from that? Because if optimism, happiness, smiley faces boost your heart health, what about when we're in this extreme negative emotional pool, when we're in grief? You know, because we said, you know, you've heard the stories. Elderly partners dying within weeks, days, even hours of each other. You know, people who suffer deadly cardiac events following some other intense emotional blow. You know, can you really die from a broken heart? And the answer is in the research, once again, the science of optimism, the science and spirit behind a smile is that when you lose a significant person in your life, it raises your risk of having a heart attack in the next day by 21 times. So in the following week, it's only six times raised as far as you being at risk for a heart attack. You know, so the abrupt increase of cardiovascular events, um, such as like a heart attack that follow a heartbreak, is it's thought to be related to, you know, the stress hormones that flood our body when, when we're stressed out. And we, we have got this chemical called adrenaline, our adrenal glands that deal with stress, pump out adrenaline, and it increases our blood pressure, it increases our heart rate, 
And it's suggested that it leads to a narrowing of the arteries that supply blood to your heart. It's called coronary vessels. And what happens is they even bind directly to the heart cells, these chemicals. And then calcium enters into the heart, and it renders the cells of the heart um, unable to function properly. Now, this is where vitamin K2 comes into play, which is going to be a topic for another show because that vitamin is a brilliant vitamin for creating heart health. It is a spiritual vitamin for opening the heart, balancing the body on so many different levels. Um, but I want, just want to talk about, you know, you know, here we look at heart attack risk go up right after a trauma, a shock, a loss. But the risk of a heart attack begins to decline after about a month. And that's because, how come? The stress hormones start to level off. You know, but when we are in this place where the heart is so stressed out and people die from the broken heart, it's called the broken heart syndrome. And in this broken heart syndrome... The symptoms occur shortly after massive stressful event, could be a death in the family, uh, financial loss, um, extreme intense anger, uh, could be a medical diagnosis, maybe a car accident. I was in a fender bender over the weekend. I was a bogus one, just a little one in a uh, in a parking lot. Nothing to stop this guy's heart, but. Nonetheless, when we have traumas, any kind of trauma, shock, loss, uh, it increases that risk of that broken heart syndrome. So here's my thought to you is what would happen to these statistics of people who die from the broken heart syndrome if a lifeline that empowered them to process their emotions right then, right there, as they're moving through the trauma itself. I had a guy who came on in, and when he first came on in, he's like, Darren, I've lost 30 pounds, and I'm under so much financial stress, and um, I'm just depressed, and I don't want to be here anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get off this planet. So I worked with him. He came back the next week. He goes, you know what? I wasn't being honest with you. I said, what's going on? He said, my wife said that she wanted to leave me. And her family hates me. And um, he goes, I don't know how to deal with this. And on top of it, I am in such financial stress right now. And if you were to measure his stress hormones out the roof. What's going on in his heart? Coronary vessels constricting, blood pressure increasing, stress, pain, loose bowels, losing weight, can't sleep. It's just a vicious cycle. Did a lifeline session, set him up for three sessions, and the guy is shining. And he's not only shining, but his wife, when he changed the way he viewed things because he got his subconscious mind on board, the things that he was viewing changing, changed. His wife and him started to communicate. He started to make shifts 
in his business. Got a huge contract. All these things started to occur when he made that internal shift. So there's, there's really, it's fascinating, and there's a science um, to happiness. And even though, you know, most of conventional medicine is extremely reluctant to admit that our emotional states of being have a major impact on our overall health, um, there was a really cool study in 2013 from the Scientific American, and it discussed a number of interesting advancements in uh, the emerging field that was coined by Candace Pert called psychoneuroimmunology, the psychological way, state of being, influences the nervous system, the hormonal system, the immune system. Researchers found that our brain and our immune system are wired, hardwired together, and that portions of our nervous system are directly connected to the immune-related organs. So what's fascinating is that researchers of this study looked at the genetic effect of different mental states. And there was this one study where people that are lonely, um, that there's a gene that um, cause it that gets upregulated and another gene that gets downregulated. What I mean by upregulated means it gets activated and downregulated means it gets deactivated. So genes involved in the regulation of inflammation were triggered when we're lonely. Genes involved <clears throat> with antiviral control, recognizing viruses and you know rendering them useless. Those genes were downregulated, they were deactivated when a person is lonely. So, what's the end result? When you're feeling lonely, your immune system, your immune function decreases. That's why, like people that are stressed out, that's when that herpes comes out. That's all of a sudden, it's like I got that sore throat, that stuffy nose, that, that cold, that virus comes through. Now, the opposite. If you look at a socially active person, is that the genes that regulate inflammation balance themselves. They're down-regulated rather than up-regulated. And the opposite as far as viruses. So being connected in community, going to a yoga class, having your tribe be a tribe that allows you to be seen and heard, felt. You can express yourself. Makes a massive change. This is so interesting because that this study is is one of the first to link the psychological risk factors, the concept of being lonely or interactive, with actual changes in our gene expression. It's so profound. You know, there's actually two types of happiness and these different types of happiness influence us on a genetic level. And what's interesting is there's this concept called hedonism, uh, hedonic happiness, and that's happiness that comes from a pleasurable experience. And then there's a eudaimonic happiness, eudaimonia, and this is happiness that arises 
from activities that bring you greater sense of purpose in your life, that things that you do have meaning, that it brings life meaning. Unimonic happiness is all about self-actualization, self-realization versus, oh, I got a car, you know, I got married, I got a house, you know, things that are folks on the outside. So, you know, it's like whether it be hedonism or eudaimonia, those are both positive emotional states. And, you know, we feel happy however it goes along. But the genes in our body are genetic expression when it's a hedomonic type of reaction, something that's attached to an outer connection versus the eudaimonia where there's certain genes that are expressed when we are living in alignment with our purpose, when we are being true to our calling, when we listen to this essence of ourself. It's, it's so fascinating. The happiness you experience from an external drive or pleasurable activities and experiences is dependent upon the circumstances, which you know we, we all very well know life changes quickly. Life changes drastically. So when things don't work out the way you'd like life to work out, you know, all of a sudden you're stressed. And it's like, I can't afford this car. I can't afford that vacation. All of a sudden, like that client who came on in and he's like, I love my wife. I love my family. She wants out. What do you do? That essence of finding happiness based upon what's outside of you versus what's inside of you can cause us to go into panic, anxiety, anger, rage. There's a stress pattern that's associated with it. You know, where in the eudaimonia, happiness is centered around the feeling of life having a greater purpose. And when you see that your life has a greater purpose, and guess what, my friend? Your life does have a great purpose. You have meaning. And it's important to start to learn, to listen to your heart, to trust the inner guide that's telling you yes or no. That you can say yes or no equally with love and be the great person and see that that happily ever after can occur, it just might be not in the timeline or the order that you desire. And that shifts that hedonic, hedonism happiness into the eudaimonia happiness, which is sustainable. It's infinite. It's infinite love and gratitude. You know, we all encounter pain. Everybody experiences fear and stress on a daily level, on one level or another. It's, it's part of life. However, it's not what happens to us. Rather, what's important is to recognize how are you responding? And are you responding or are you reacting? And the answer is you are reacting because the nature of life is that it's reactive. And that the subconscious mind leads us 
And your relationship with your subconscious mind is going to directly influence you in being an optimistic or a pessimistic person. And as science is helping us to appreciate, you know, what it means to put a smile on your face. I remember being so depressed, filled with such low self-esteem. And I would have to write on a piece of paper, smile, be happy. Because it wasn't coming naturally. It wasn't coming naturally. So I'd have to tell myself on my things to do list, smile. And I started to notice that when I smiled, people smile back. When I chose to be happy, that happiness was there all along. And the more happiness I discovered, that there was more to discover, even though there's really tough stuff going on, even though the changes of life at times were really traumatic and dramatic, that we can discover happiness along the way, that it's not something that we have to wait until we get somewhere to... uh to live our life in an optimistic way. So I um, would love to now get to the heart of the matter. And I am going to take uh, a caller here. Hey, this is Dr. Deer, and welcome to the heart of the matter. Can you hear me? Hello? Hi. Oh, hi. Appreciate my call there. Oh, my pleasure. Stacy? Yeah. How can I help you today, my friend? Well, I have a subconscious belief about not really believing that my calling can financially support me. What's your calling? uh, Intuitive and healer. Fantastic. And, and, And tell me, why do you believe that your calling can't support you? Because it's taking longer than I thought, and I'm getting mixed up about my timing versus divine timing and not knowing how to get out there. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing it? Um, I mean, I've been doing a, like doing a lot of trainings and stuff, but really trying to be out there about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And, and what's your age? Um, 35. And before you got into um, the intuitive healing realm, what were you doing for a living before that? Um, like office type stuff, and I taught photography to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did a lot of things that didn't fit me more out of survival, mm-hmm. and then tried to do healing stuff on the side and not really claim being an entrepreneur, not really, I think, especially like an intuitive, to just step out and say this is what I do, it seems like I'm stuck around that. Yeah, and as you just, I want to appreciate where you're at, because here on the heart of the matter, Stace, we want to appreciate the reactive part of ourself that not only gets triggered and stuck but then as a result creates a whole black hole loop 
that keeps us from following our dreams and living true to who we are. And so I, I want to just ask you a question. If you were to rate that stuck feeling, Stacy, that you're in right now, of your calling of being an intuitive healer cannot support you financially, what do you rate that stuck feeling? It's pretty high. I would say like a nine, eight or Massive. nine. Massive. Yeah. Like your your feet are in cement right now. Yeah. Is that right? That's how it feels? Yeah, I mean, I just realistically have to do something totally different to really make this work and get out of my own way. Like what? Um, I guess be more confident and be more trusting about... There's a lot of ways in, like, trainings that marketing and approaching people doesn't feel authentic to me, and right. I want to be... I want to do the work that I need to do to, like, be able to extend more introverted, to be able to approach people and talk about what I do. And I know I have a strong teacher, um, but it's like I can't do it these other ways that I've been shown. And I've I've tried that, and it didn't work. And so now I'm trying to listen more to, like, the calling and how that's going to unfold. And it might look different than, completely different than what I've been doing or just a different way of doing it than I've been doing yeah, for sure, for sure, and and I so appreciate you in just just evaluating that something doesn't feel right to market it in a particular way. But what is it about marketing that doesn't feel right for you? What what is what what about marketing is difficult or stressful for you? Um. I don't want it to be salesy. I want to lead with my enthusiasm and have the people that are really ready for their lives to change or that really need guidance that are ready to look at stuff to come to me. And I I want the people that are really ready to do their work. And um, I guess I haven't necessarily had my ideal niche or client. Let me ask you and a question. Them. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Is what you do um, – positive and beneficial for people in their life. Absolutely, yeah. Massively, right? Mhm. So it's really important for you to recognize that I'm going to say what it isn't and then I'm going to say what it is. That's this is not salesy. This is necessary. It's necessary that you share what it is that you do for people whether it be talking to people enthusiastically, whether it be sending out a newsletter, whether it be doing talks, having a call to action where people commit to doing sessions with you, because what you're doing is a positive, enhancing gift for people that experience you, you've got to share it. So it's not salesy. This is not like I'm attempting to uh, – there's a certain perception that sales is like going to a used car salesman and you're pulling the wool over someone's eyes. You're helping somebody in a positive way. Once you know out of integrity that what you're doing is a good thing for someone, is a great thing for someone, now it's important for you to make a lot of money doing it because the more money that you make – 
the more people you're going to help. Do you understand? Right. And so, um, go ahead. Go ahead. And subconsciously, I get tripped up, but I totally understand that, and I'm with you. <laughs> I just wanted to make the statement just so we can get on the same page, because the fact that you're stuck in your calling and you can't support yourself financially as an in, as an intuitive healer, what emotion does that cause you to feel that you're stuck in your life right now? Frustration. Mm-hmm. And what do you rate the frustration, just so I can appreciate it? Zero to ten. Ten is the worst. Zero is nothing. What do you rate it? Seven. Seven out of ten. So I'm going to ask you a question. Would you ever choose to create your life being stuck on any level, let alone a nine out of ten, and following your calling as far as being an intuitive healer and being financially successful so that you can live, travel, and uh, experience life in the fullest way. Would you ever choose to be stuck on any level? Um, not, not on purpose, no. Yeah, the, answer, the answer is hell no. I would never <laughs> choose it, right? Mm-hmm. So knowing that you would never choose to be stuck, but you are stuck, means that what isn't a choice or an action is a reaction. This is a trigger from a subconscious part of you who's causing you to not only feel stuck, but be stuck. Now, the frustrated part of you is a part of you who's reacting to being stuck with being frustrated. Is being frustrated helping you in any way whatsoever? No. Hell no. (laughs) Hell no, exactly. Not a chance. It doesn't. So, you know, the reason I'm saying that is that it just adds another layer of reactivity And pretty soon, it's like you start believing the limiting beliefs that are buried in your subconscious mind, and here you are, and you say, I can't support myself financially as an intuitive healer. Now you've got an identity. Now you've got an attitude that is a pessimist rather than an optimist, and we actually know that that actually has a physical impact on your health, your immune system. It influences your genes in particular ways, as I was speaking about. And I'm pretty confident, Stacey, that the reason you called up today on the show is that you would like to create a change in this reactive pattern. Is that true? Absolutely. Let's do do it, it, sister. Okay, let's do it. So there's two golden rules when we use the lifeline technique to create change on a subconscious level. The first is always focus where you're going. Not what you want to get rid of, not what you want to avoid, not what you don't want anymore, but you want to focus where you're going, okay? So first and foremost, you know in your heart of hearts that being an intuitive healer is something that you love and also that it has a positive, awesome impact on the people that get to experience it, right? Right. Uh, Do you know the I love you posture in American Sign Language? Yes. Put that right over the center of your chest. Hold your heart right now. And close your eyes and connect to the intuitive healer for you. And listen to your heart. Focus where you're going. You know you wouldn't choose to be stuck. You are stuck. In the face of being stuck right now, what is it that your heart desires to feel? You would never choose to be frustrated. What is it that your best self in this moment 
has a burning desire to feel when it comes to you being an intuitive healer and supporting yourself financially? And deep connection to source and to other. Will you say that deep again? Connection. Deep connection, feeling love and connection to source and others. So what we do is we, an intention, not only where we're going, but as if we're already there. And if you are already there, you could say, I am a deep connection to source and others. Go ahead and say that. I am a deep connection to source and others. I am a deep connection to source and others. Two more times like you mean it. I am a deep connection to source and others. I am a deep connection to source and others. And I invite you to repeat after me, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, I have a question right now. Are you open, Stacy? Are you ready? Are you willing to imagine yourself being the Stacy who is a deep connection to source and others? Are you open to using your imagination right now? Yes. Where it's your nature to think thoughts and have clarity of vision in an I am a deep connection to source and others, that you feel it in your heart, that you feel it in your soul, that when you speak, your words are expressed that inspire people in a deep connection and source to others, that people just want what you've got. And as a result, you're living a life where not only you're impacting people in such an incredible way, being an intuitive healer, but your bank account, represents what it means to be a deep connection to source and others. How does it feel to imagine this, Stacey? Amazing. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That amazing feeling lets you know that your intention of being a deep connection to source and others is already within you. It's already there. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to feel it. And that frustration and that stuck, that's the portal not the problem. This is the portal to your best self. And now we begin our journey. Now I'm going to be using, Stacy, muscle reflex testing as a means to speak with your subconscious mind. And on a subconscious level, you've got a core limiting belief that's living in your first, second, third, fourth, fifth chakra. It's living in your fifth chakra. In your fifth chakra, your throat chakra, is all about communication. It's all about feeling what you feel, trust intuitively what you know, and express yourself authentically. And I invite you to repeat, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, what's so cool right now, my friend, is you're raising your consciousness of your throat chakra in an I am a deep connection to source and others feeling amazing way. You're beginning to open up your eyes and your ears your tongue and your nose, your skin and your heart to what it means to live your life with intention and action versus reaction. Fire, earth, metal, water. And I invite you to take a moment right now and connect to the water element. Because the water element is saying, Stacy, go with the flow. Be water right now. Express yourself in how you feel, express yourself in what you know, and if there's a boulder, flow around it. 
oh, there's a bend in the river, go with it. Be the water element. As you're connecting to water and letting water teach you how to flow in your life right now, I invite you to repeat infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Good job. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, there's an emotion here. There's an emotion that is affecting the way you see yourself, and it's affecting the way you see the world around you. 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 11 through 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And the emotion is isolated. When I bring up the concept of isolated, I'd like you to pay attention to your first and immediate thoughts. No matter what, no matter who you think about, wherever isolated takes you, let me know that you're connected by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Good job. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. There's another emotion here. Let's see what this is. 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 21 through 30, 21 through 25, 21, 22, 23, 24. When I bring up the concept of longing to be heard, notice your first and immediate thoughts. Observe that pattern, longing to be heard. Are you able to connect with that? Yes. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Longing to be heard. Beautiful. So I want to explain something to you. And that is the role that your subconscious mind is playing in the health of your body, your relationships, where you are in your business, where you're not. But most of all, Stacy. The role that your subconscious mind is having right now in you awakening in this moment to being the woman who has this deep connection to source and others and feels amazing and expresses herself authentically. Because on a subconscious level, meaning there's no choice here, my friend. There's no judgment. You get triggered and you react. And your throat chakra constricts and resists and therefore you're not able to express yourself authentically You're not able to create healthy boundaries or relationships. You're not able to take action in the direction that you desire and know to be true. And rather than flowing like water, you sink like quicksand. And you automatically get triggered into seeing yourself and the world around you through a lens. A lens of isolated and longing to be heard. And when this happens, you know what you experience? Being stuck 9 out of 10. And because you've been believing this limiting belief, you've been living a lie, and it's caused you to be frustrated. And this not only influences your outer world, but it's affecting you in your life. It's affecting you and how your body hydrates itself, how you metabolize water. It's been affecting you in your spine. And... Um, It's not the truth of who you are. And the challenge to life, and the adventure I'd like to call it, because this is a show about optimism, the adventure to life is we don't perceive truth. We perceive what we believe. And your truth, Stacey, I'm a deep connection to source and others feeling amazing. So we want to know, where's this reactive program coming from? Do you want to know where this reactive program's coming from? Yeah. Absolutely, right? So yeah. is, is there a concept of an original occurrence? There is. Is it in this life? 
past life, this life. So this life, conception of 10, conception of 5, there's somewhere between 6 and 10 years of age. Let's zero in on it, okay? 6, 7, 8 years of age. When you, 8 years of age, it's about 3rd grade-ish, you are living in an emotionally reactive environment. That environment still lives in you today. It impacts the way you see yourself and the world around you. It impacts how you feel, and it impacts what you're attracting. When you were eight, you were in an environment that was isolated. You were in an environment of longing to be heard. At eight years of age, in this environment where people were thinking and feeling and speaking and behaving in a longing to be heard and isolated way, the eight-year-young Stacy did not have the ability like you do to say, I'm a deep connection to Source and others, feeling amazing, speaking my truth, creating healthy boundaries. You didn't have that ability at eight. And your environment couldn't teach you how to express yourself authentically, how to go for it, how to speak genuinely. Your mom couldn't teach you how to speak authentically. She didn't know how to do it herself. Your dad couldn't face for, for your mom. They didn't know how to dialogue themselves in this way. And it's this eight-year young part that has been in a gap ever since. And it's the eight-year-old who's feeling stuck in your life today. It's the eight-year-old that's causing you to be frustrated today. And for the first time in your life, Embrace the reactive eight-year-old who's never had a voice or a choice like you do now. Embrace her. Go inward. And then I am a deep connection to Source and others. Let this inner part of you, Stacy, feel amazing. Let's feel amazing together right now, okay? Okay. As you are, let me know by saying infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Stacey, what emotion do you feel as you're connecting to the eight-year-old that only knows what it means to be isolated, longing to be heard, doesn't have a voice or a choice? What emotion does that bring up for you? Uh, Sadness. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude to sadness. Now, our job right now, Stacey, is to process that sadness, okay? Okay. And I'm going to guide you through it, and I, want you, I just want to acknowledge to you that it's okay. That sadness, is, as painful as it is, doesn't mean it's bad or wrong. It's just an emotion. And you and I can process that sadness. It's the eight-year-old who hasn't known how to do it. And in your mind, I want you to imagine you're in a movie theater. And observe the thoughts of sadness that stem from this eight-year-young environment of isolated, longing to be heard. Observe the memories of sadness that are coming up right now. And as you are, just go infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Good job. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Let yourself feel that sadness. Notice the quality of the feeling. Notice how that sadness is living inside of your heart. Do you notice how familiar that sadness feels? Yeah. Let's go after it. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And Stacy, listen. Give that voice inside your heart. 
hear what it's saying. As you're hearing what the voice of your heart is saying to you right now, let me know by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. What'd that voice say to you? That I'm always connected. I'm always connected. I'm always connected. I'm always connected. Infinite love and gratitude. Go ahead and say it with me. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And Stacy, welcome back from eight years of age. Welcome to the life of I am a deep connection to source and to others. And take a healing breath in and let it go. And what I'd like you to do right now is just take this moment to be an observer. Meaning, notice how it feels to be present right now. Notice how it feels just to be in this moment. Describe the feeling you're having. Love. Joy. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason I'm having you observe, Stacy, is that that's what the conscious mind does. It observes, its awareness gives us choice, and at the beginning of our session, I had you observe things you would never choose. You would never choose to be stuck where your calling couldn't support you financially as an intuitive healer. You'd never choose to feel frustrated. That wasn't you, and that wasn't a problem. It was a portal to an eight-year young part that didn't have a voice or a choice, only saw things as isolated and longing to be heard. As you think about your calling of being an intuitive healer right now, supporting yourself financially, notice how it feels to tune into this now comparatively to when we first began. The question is this, does it feel the same? It doesn't feel the same. It feels like I'm on the right channel to hear the song now. <laughs> I wasn't on the right before. Welcome home, baby. Welcome to the life of I Am Deep Connection to Source and Others. And now that you've aligned your conscious and subconscious, what would be a really cool thing for you to do, have this as an affirmation, have this as a meditation, have this as a journaling Um, exercise and go out and use your throat chakra and share with everyone you know that you are an intuitive healer, this is what I do, and start to just do it. Everyone, everywhere. How did I get my practice to be the way it is today? I worked my butt off and I shared it with everyone I knew. Did everyone listen to me? Did everyone agree with me? Did everyone say, oh yeah, I want to do this? No, they didn't. But I kept on sharing it because when you know you're helping people in a positive, beautiful way, then it's it's our obligation to do it and go out and shine really bright, my friend. You're so amazing. Thank you. I, I so appreciate you, Darren. Infinite love oh. and gratitude. Well, you're you. welcome. It's re- it's my pleasure, and I want to hear back from you. I want to hear how it goes. Let me uh, know how it goes. Where do you live? Where's your hometown? Uh, Minneapolis. Awesome. Awesome. Well, stay in contact with me and uh, let me know how it goes, and uh, and you keep shining bright. Thank you. My pleasure. Have a great day, and thanks for tuning in to today's show. Thanks, Jim. Bye. In love and gratitude. So I'm going to take one other call right here before we close down. Um, tell me if you can hear. Hey, welcome to the heart of the matter. This is Dr. Darren. 
All right, so are you talking to me? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Cool, what's your name? I'll speak her there. Hi. Uh, I'm t- what's, what's your name, sweetheart? Misty. Hi, Misty. I am Hi, Hi, Miss. <laughs> I've taken your classes. I'm uh, getting my ass kicked. <laughs> you take my classes and you're getting your ass kicked? Yeah. Inf- infinite love and gratitude to getting our asses kicked in life. Misty, thank thank you for calling up. So tell me what's going on in your life that's causing you to feel like you're getting your ass kicked. Well, it's been a five-year process of getting my ass kicked, but this one is um, my sister just had thyroid cancer and now it's moved to her breast. Before that. And Lifeline, my reason I got through this was my son's brain injury and car accident. Before that was a tornado with my mom and brother and got homeless. Uh, she also had a stroke. And I'm also going through a divorce. Separation divorce. You know, Missy, go ahead. My Lifeline almost every day. But I seem to be in a pattern that I'm limping on and I just can't break it myself. As you're observing yourself getting your ass kicked by life. <laughs> what emotion does this cause you to feel? It means sadness. But I can't and if you were If you were to rate the immense sadness, what do you rate it? Oh, it's all the way up there. It's a 10. Is it a real 10? 10 means death would be better, Misty. Is it a real 10? Yep. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And I'm going to ask you a question. If you were given the opportunity for you to create your life a day or a moment, would you ever choose to create it? Would you ever wake up and say, it's a great day to get my ass kicked, let alone day after day, week after week, for five years straight, get my ass kicked, where you feel a 10 out of 10 immense sadness? Would you choose to create your life feeling this way? Oh, no. Hell no is right. But it's going on. And it's not going on to victimize you or to cause suffering, nor is it going on to victimize or cause suffering for anyone else. No. And I'm sorry that you're in so much pain, and I'm sorry that the people that you love are suffering. But we don't get to choose what happens. We do get to choose how we respond, right? Yes. Are you ready to create a change with me? Yes, I am. Let's do it. Put your hand over your heart in the I love you posture. It's already there. Good. And listen inward. As long as you're not driving, close your eyes. Are you not driving, are you? I pulled in a parking lot. Okay, good, because I thought you were in a car, I could tell. So, good. Close your eyes as long as the car stopped. Yes. And go inward to your heart. Your heart knows your next step. It might not know five steps from now. It knows your next step in this moment where you're feeling immense, 10 out of 10 sadness. What is it that your heart has a burning desire to feel in your life right now? Peace. Mm-hmm. 
Now, we want to claim that because we know that the subconscious mind and body will follow us. So I invite you to repeat, I am peace. I am peace. Let's do it again. I am peace. I am peace. One more time like you mean it. Let me hear it. I am peace. Infinite love and gratitude. Good job. And right now, are you open? Are you ready? Are you willing to use your imagination? Absolutely. To see yourself where it is your nature, to see through eyes of peace, to be seen with peace, to feel peace in your heart and other people, when they're connected to you, they feel peace. That who you are is peace, and as a result, you inspire peace in everything and everyone around you. How does it feel to imagine? Strong. It does feel strong, doesn't it? Where do you feel that strong feeling? In the heart and in the throat. Mm-hmm. That strong feeling lets you know that the peace is already within you, my love. It's already there, and we want to focus on that. And I invite you to repeat. We're going to make some statements. I invite you to repeat after me, regardless of 10 out of 10 immense sadness. Regardless of 10 out of 10 immense sadness. Getting my ass kicked. Getting my ass kicked. I'm now choosing to feel strong. I'm now choosing to feel strong. Great job. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Regardless of getting my ass kicked. Regardless of getting my ass kicked. Wanting to leave the planet. Wanting to leave the planet. I'm now choosing to feel strong. I'm so choosing to feel strong. Great job. That locked out in the clear. Great job. And you can see that. You can feel that. You can hear that statement. There's an activation word here. Open, free, ready, willing, able, safe, worthy. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What does worthy mean to you? <sighs> worthy means not being strong enough to help everyone I love. Infinite love and gratitude. And what's so beautiful right now is that there's a part of you who in this present moment for the first time knows that you're worthy. Knows that you're worthy. And I invite you to repeat, regardless of feeling immense sadness. Regardless of feeling immense sadness. I'm now worthy of feeling strong. I'm now worthy of feeling strong. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Regardless. Regardless. Of getting my ass kicked. (laughs) Of getting my ass kicked. I'm now worthy of feeling strong. I'm worthy of feeling strong. Good job. See, feel here, activated. Take a healing breath right now. And feel from all around the world so many people loving you up. There are so many people that are loving you up right now. I want to make sure I've got your name. Is it Missy or Misty? Misty. We're Facebook friends. (laughs) 
infinite gratitude. I invite you to repeat after me. I am peace. I am peace. For the very first time. For the very first time. In my life. In my life. Right now. Right now. And I'm learning to love. And I'm learning to love. In a whole new way. In a whole new way. The the past part of me. The past part of me. Who keeps forgetting. Keeps forgetting. That feeling strong. Feeling strong. Is a choice. Is a choice. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. I am peace. I am peace. For the very first time. For the very first time. In my life. In my life. Right now. Right now. And I'm learning to love. And I'm learning to love. In a whole new way. In a whole new way. The past part of me. The past part of me. Who keeps forgetting. Keeps forgetting. Has never chosen. Has never chosen. Until right now. Until right now. To feel strong. To feel strong. Yeah, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. So I'm going to dive right on into the past here. Okay. Simple. First, second, third, fourth. And this is a heart chakra consciousness that you're awakening. You are awakening the power of self-love. For you to love and be loved, you've got to love yourself, right? Yes. And that's the energy that we're awakening right now, is the power to love yourself in an I am peace feeling strong way. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And you're seeing through eyes of I am peace. And you're hearing through ears. Hearing the inner wisdom of your heart and soul in an I am peace way. Hearing the voice of God. I am peace. Being able to smell it and taste it and feel it. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And I invite you to take a moment right now. Are you able to see trees where you are right now? Yes. Look at the trees right now and observe how they're standing tall. Observe how there's no drama and trauma with the color of their leaves and that the wind blows, that the leaves are naturally just letting go. And apply this power of being a tree in your life right now. Stand tall. No drama, no trauma. If it's time to let go, we let go. We know that there will be another season because we are eternal and infinite. And I invite you to repeat, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Good job. There's an emotional reaction here. There's a pattern of emotion. One through ten, one through five, one, two... Three, four, five, and it's an emotion of bitterness. When I bring up the concept of bitterness, Misty, notice your first and immediate thoughts. Okay. No matter what or who you think about, wherever bitterness takes you, let me know that you're connected to bitterness by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Good job. Infinite love and gratitude. Another emotion here. I'm going to say something. It's a powerful statement I'm about to make. 
when I bring up the concept of prolonged abuse, notice your first and immediate thoughts. No matter what or who you think about. Infinite love and gratitude to prolonged abuse. Infinite love and gratitude. Love and gratitude. Prolonged abuse, emotion, element, core limiting beliefs. So I I, I want to explain something to you so that you can start to understand things from a heart of the matter point of view. And that is that your nature, the truth of who you are, my love, is I am peace and feeling strong. And loving yourself and standing tall and letting go is who you are like the trees in autumn. And subconsciously, there's a core limiting belief, and it's in your heart chakra. And when it gets triggered, and all it takes is the color green, all it takes is certain sounds and smells, and then boom, your heart chakra goes from self-love to self-judgment. And in this, you can't stand tall, you can't let go. And in this, all you can see is yourself and the world around you through a lens of bitterness and prolonged abuse. And what do you experience? Your ass being kicked. Whether it be your sister going through a divorce. And how does that show up? Immense sadness, 10 out of 10. I'd like to leave the planet. And that is not the truth of who you are, Misty. No way. The truth of who you are is cancer. I'm divorced. (laughs) You have a love and gratitude. So we want to know, where is this pattern coming from? Is there a concept of an original occurrence? Yes. It's this life. Let's find out. Conception of 10, conception of 5, conception of birth, birth of 1, 2, 3 years of age. When you were 3 years of age, you were in an emotionally reactive environment. One of bitterness and one of prolonged abuse. It was the circumstances of life that were going on at 3 People were thinking, feeling, speaking, and experiencing life in a prolonged abuse and bitterness way. And the, th- and the three-year young Misty did not have the consciousness to say, hey, all you people with prolonged abuse, all you people with bitterness, I'm standing tall, I'm letting go, I am peace, feeling strong, did not exist at three years of age like it does for you right now. And this part of you is showing up in the ass-kicking experience that you're feeling. <clears throat> And that's a three-year-old. And embrace the three-year-old. It certainly wants to throw a tantrum. Yeah. (laughs) Embrace the three-year-old that's having a tantrum. In an I am peace way. Let her feel strong from within. Because when she feels strong, who else feels strong? I do. Yeah, exactly. And as you are, let me know by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Great job. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And let's give her a voice that she's never had before. Her future begins now. Welcome to the life of I am peace where it is your nature to be peace. And regardless of all the stress that's going on in your life, regardless of the history of what you've been enduring for the last five years and beyond, regardless of the unknown future, what you can count on is you're going to start to notice that it's your nature to think peace thoughts, feel peace, speak, and be peace. And as a result, other people discover peace just being in your presence. Go ahead and, go ahead and say it. I am feeling strong. I am strong. I am peace. In love and gratitude. In love and gratitude. I am feeling strong. I am feeling strong. Infinite love and gratitude. Love and gratitude. I am feeling strong. I am feeling strong. 
Own it. I am strong. I am strong. I am peace. I am peace. It's my nature. It is my nature. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. I am strong. I am strong. I am peace. I am peace. It's my nature. It is my nature. Yeah, take a deep breath. Let it go. And gorgeous, welcome. Welcome to the life of I am peace. We're feeling strong. Feeling is strong. your nature. And I want you to just take a moment right now, Misty, to be an observer and notice how it feels to be present. Just notice how it feels just to be here right now. Describe the feeling you're having. My heart is burning. But I feel joy. You know, the reason I'm having you observe is that that's what the conscious mind does, my love. It observes, it's aware, and through awareness and observation, we have a choice. And choices create miracles because we can change our reality. When you called in... love and gratitude. Your ass had been kicked for five years and there's been so much going on and you were feeling immense sadness where you wanted to leave the planet. And as you're thinking about your life right now and what you've been going through and what you're going through, what you're still going to go through, notice how it feels to tune into this now compared to when we first began. Misty, does that feel the same? Mm -hmm. No, it does not. What's different about it? Well, I'm not shaking anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What are you? What are you doing if you're not shaking? Welcome home, Angel. Love Thank and gratitude. You. You're so and welcome. And I encourage you to write that down. I am peace, feeling strong, and have that be your mantra, your affirmation. I encourage you to join me on the healing circle that's going to be coming up this Tuesday where we dive into this for a, a full hour lifeline session. Join me and, and people from all over. Have you done the healing circles with me? No, I haven't. Um, what time are they? 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you can't be on at that time, you can just download it and listen to it later. And there's a Facebook page called the Road to Inner Peace uh, Healing Circle Facebook page. Well, you can still put in your intention, download it, and listen to it uh, at your own time. That's what people do from all over the world, and that would be a great thing. But uh, I'm so grateful that you uh, called in, and I'll look forward to uh, connecting with you. And please stay in touch with me, okay? Okay. Hey, keep shining bright. You're the best. In for love and gratitude. Thank you, Dr. Darren. My pleasure, Misty. You keep shining. In for love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. So Voltaire said that optimism is the madness of insisting that all is well when we are miserable. I'm Dr. Darren. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Heart of the Matter show. Now go have a day filled with infinite love and gratitude.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.